Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 211, Blue Iguana. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Howdy. Hi. I am uh, I am excited because we are 100 episodes away from getting funky. Yes. From, wait, from 311? Uh-huh. Is, is 311 funky? Uh, yeah, like punk funky, you know? I I don't know that I could tell you. I know I have heard a 311 song. Uh, I don't know that I could tell you what it is. Down, perhaps? Uh, how does it go? Not gonna happen. Oh, come on! <laughs> Can I tell you what made me laugh right before we started recording? Sure. Uh, you reminded me that it was your turn to, to do the introduction uh-huh. uh, by saying, it's a me. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, it's a me, Mario. Oh, I'm glad because that's what I was going for. Well, well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, down? 311? Yeah. Oh, down, down. Da 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 da. Is that 311? That's the one, yep. Okay, all right. I do know a 311 song. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's. Their biggest hit, I guess? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> All right. I'm not going to lie. I was really into 311 in 1997. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that uh, thing that's going around on Twitter that's like name five, five albums or artists that you were really into in high school. Yes, indeed. And so, so 97 was around when I was in high school. So my answers were uh, Metallica and Billy Joel and <laughs> the Star Wars scores. So essentially the same thing as what you listen to now. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, at least we both have Metallica in common in ours. Yeah. Yeah. Not not uh, the Simpsons songs in the key of Springfield. No, no. Not in yours. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I enjoyed that when I heard it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. Uh. Blue iguana. Blue iguana. Let's yeah. talk about it. I guess. Okay. <laughs> um. I, I will just say, uh, off the bat, that I think this was exactly what I was looking for. Alrighty. Uh, just a, like, it's, it's a fine movie. Okay. I didn't think, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was bad. Alrighty. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Uh, it had, <laughs> uh, performances from people that I like in it. Uh, I could draw while I watched it, which was nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was exactly what I was after. All right, all right, that's fair. I <laughs> what did, what did you hated this movie. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> what, what did you hate about it? Oh, gosh, what didn't I hate about it? <laughs> oh, 
I would I would say off the bat, its biggest crime is that uh, you know it uh, uh, takes Sam Rockwell, arguably one of the finest actors of our current generation, mm-hmm. uh, who is full of charisma and and, and charm. And is just a delight in everything I've ever seen him in, except for this. <laughs> well, that's that's not the character that he's playing in this movie. <laughs> it feels like it should have been, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can, I can see, I can see what you're saying there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, you and I actually had a, a text conversation about this movie uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, there's a movie called, I believe, Mr. Right? Yes. Is that the name of it? Okay. That is the name of it, with Anna uh, Kendrick and Sam Rockwell. Yes, yes. Uh, where uh, our conversation about it was mostly how we, we both got tricked, uh, because it turns out it's a Max Landis movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, and partially being upset that it was still so goddamn charming. Right. <laughs> Mostly because of the the performances of both uh, Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell. Exactly. I, I would not have watched it had they not been the leads in that movie. Right. And uh, I feel like this character was... was kind of supposed to be like the character from Mr. Right, just a little less crazy, a little less ruthless. Yeah, I, can, I definitely got that vibe as well. And uh, and instead, it was just, uh, boy, he was just a dull thud. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's an American. I mean, <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and no, you're you're right. He definitely uh, he doesn't get as much opportunity to to be charming in this movie uh, as he does in in other movies. Um, I, I you know the, I feel like the opportunities are there, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if it's you know just the way that it was written or the way that he played it was different. But but yeah, you're right. He's he's not definitely not as charming as he is usually in this movie. And I feel like it's supposed to be one of those charming type characters, like like we're we're supposed to really, um, you know, I don't know about sympathize, but you know, uh, just be on his side in general and and yeah. like him and, and what he does. And instead, he was just kind of there. Yeah, like I don't know if he was just bored as I was watching the movie. <laughs> that could be. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, boy, I I uh I had a hard time watching this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe the fact that I drew through much of it should be a, an indication yeah. of its quality. But I mean it was it was a fine movie to have on uh while I was doing other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I did pretty much just try to watch it without any other distractions, so, uh, other than the hour nap I took in the middle of it, <laughs> which uh, we, we were talking off air. That just 
is a thing that happens now. It's just that's that just I, a Thursday thing. Yep, I just have to stop a movie and take a nap. <laughs> I mean, I I do uh, take a nap probably four out of five days of the week in the <laughs> afternoon after work. Yeah. So, you know, I hold nothing against you on that one. I definitely took a nap today. Well, that's, that's, that's good. It's good to nap. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, it just means that uh, I don't sleep at night anymore. That's not good. Which is probably why I need to take a nap in the afternoon when I get right. home from work. That is a vicious cycle. It, it really is. <laughs> uh, uh, what else didn't you like about the movie? <laughs> so I think my biggest issue, other than, you know, that it wastes uh, Sam Rockwell, is that... Uh, so when, when Pulp Fiction came out in 94 uh, or whatever... Uh, there was like a slew of copycat crime wacky caper movies. Yeah. And uh, this feels like one of those, but, you know, 20 some years too late. All right. I can see that. <laughs> there, there are some tonal issues uh, that I found with this movie, um, just as far as the level of violence uh, versus you know, sort of the the comedy aspects of it. And it's not, like, super comedic. It uh, really I, is not. That's, I think, my third issue with it, is that uh, not very funny. Yeah, I, I thought with Sam Rockwell and Ben Schwartz that it would be a lot funnier than it was. Right. Um, and, and said it was more of, more, more of a crime movie uh, than a comedy. Um, yeah. Which is, which is fine. Um, but... But yeah, you know, there were a few points where I was sort of the the level of violence or the intensity of it sort of took me took me back a moment. Uh, to be fair, most of that just happens in the last twenty minutes of the movie. That's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like like there's I think one uh, somewhat violent death like in the very beginning of the movie uh, that is played pretty comedically yeah uh and then yeah everything else is just sort of saved uh for the for the very end where it gets pretty bloody yeah they saved their their blood bag budget for <laughs> for the last 30 minutes of the movie yeah uh which uh um given how the rest of the movie plays off i honestly uh was pretty shocked at how violent it got there at the end. Yeah. I, I did not expect to see Ben Schwartz covered in blood so often. No, yeah, that was uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, a stunner moment. Uh, not good, but a stunner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was also very disappointed by Ben Schwartz in the movie. <laughs> I was going to ask, are you a Ben Schwartz fan or not? I am, actually. At okay. least uh, I enjoy him on, on podcasts. Okay. And uh, the few uh, television programs that I've seen him uh, you know, make a guest appearance on, he, he's been delightful. Uh, and, and so I was, uh, I was, I was hopeful. <laughs> You know, with with uh, both him and, and Sam Rockwell. I mean, yeah. To, to me, that's a that's a no lose situation, and uh, and it lost. That's a shame. 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I think I expected it to be funnier mm-hmm. with, with, with Ben Schwartz in it, but, uh, not so much, but I, you know, it was, I, I enjoyed, I enjoy him. I, I liked, uh, I liked the parts where it seemed like he was having a good time. Like right. when he was, when he was, uh, telling the woman who works at the bar across the street from where they were living that he basically, he's the inspiration for the movie Armageddon. Right. <laughs> that made me laugh. I I feel like from him anyway, any of the, the funnier moments, because, uh, you know, he had a few. Yeah. I, I feel like those are probably improvised. Probably, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, he is a pretty big improviser, so. Um, yeah, so so I felt like anything that I truly enjoyed from his performance was probably off script. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, although the, the one thing I did really like about his performance, which I feel was, like, you know, explicitly in the script was uh his uh his leg bounce yeah i like that too yeah I, uh, it's just like one of those small character things that uh you know i was like oh okay you know i like that yeah i could see him bringing that to the character too like i feel like that might be a thing that he just does yeah i don't know though yeah, i'm not sure you know uh I guess the only reason I, I feel like it was scripted is because, uh, you know, it does get explicitly mentioned uh, there towards the end. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just... Uh, I don't know. It was just yeah. disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were... Uh, there, there was maybe one or two things that I was like, oh, this is... This is bad, and it made me laugh about how bad it was. Um, mainly around the uh, so the the female lead of the movie is is a uh, this lawyer who, uh, you know, for for much of the movie she just wears glasses and is sort of mousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, you know, she's beautiful, but she doesn't know she's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so of course at one point, you know, she, she gets a, gives herself a makeover or whatever and takes her glasses off and, and she's, you know, supposed to be all hot and stuff. Right. And then there's literally a record scratch in that scene. Is there? <laughs> there is. Like that made me laugh, uh, and I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was like, oh, this is so cliched that it made me laugh. But that was uh, that was that was the thing that stuck out to me as maybe not great. <laughs> I mean, um, her her entire arc uh, is you know predictable. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. There, there. There's definitely nothing that's not predictable in this movie. Yeah. I would say. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I totally missed the the record scratch, but uh, I did roll my eyes when you know she does come out with her hair down and her glasses off, and right. Yeah, you know, it's just like, uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> like Jenny and I had been wa- uh, talking about watching. She's all that. Mm-hmm. earlier in the week <laughs> now i feel like i already watched it <laughs> uh 
Uh, I've never yeah. seen that, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I assume that's what that movie is. It's just her, Rachel Lee Cook, taking her glasses off and letting her hair down. Uh, I'm guessing you're right. I also have never seen it, and <laughs> probably won't. I've seen not another teen movie, so I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so, uh, I mean, for, for not being much of a movie, uh, it, uh, certainly has a complicated sounding plot. It does, yeah. Um, so, uh, Sam Rockwell and Ben Schwartz are paroled criminals who, uh, are approached uh, by this this female lawyer from from London um, somehow yeah I think their uh, their British friend sent her basically okay. to get them was my understanding of it yeah uh, but the thing is like neither of them really seem all that good at uh, anything yeah they're they're just sort of you know, small time is what it seems like yeah like sam sam rockwell seems more proficient than than ben schwartz does oh absolutely yeah uh but even still he's, he's you know seemingly not that great at what he does yeah uh he, he certainly knows a little bit about fighting i think is his greatest asset right <laughs> and he and he can handle a firearm right um yeah, they they get uh, sent over to to the UK to uh, steal a bag from some guys, and then, uh, as with all crime movies, things go horribly wrong. Right. And that is essentially the plot. Yeah. Did anything ever happen with the kid who died in that scene? Um. No. I didn't think so. No. Nope. <laughs> like they just don't follow up on that at all. No, nope, not a bit. Uh, there, there's uh. You know, uh, I don't. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to spoil the end of the movie. Yeah, who cares? Uh, they blow up a guy, right? <laughs> in, in the bathroom uh, of this, uh, I guess, pretty swanky hotel. Yeah, and uh, you know, no one seems to hear it or have any concern about uh, the fact that there was a tiny explosion. Uh, that annoyed me yeah i mean they're they're uh it also happens that they're filming a movie in this hotel sure so maybe they could use that as cover because that's the cover that they use to escape right is Uh, that there's there's zombies yeah uh of course it was also very it was a very small explosion yeah yeah uh, but also earlier in the movie, they uh, blow up a building, and uh, that is not really ever touched on again after that. Right, right. Seems yeah, like... that's that's sort of just a plot point to to put one of the the other characters into a bad spot. Right. So yeah, once once that's achieved, there's no need to go back to that. Uh, I don't know. It's. Uh, I... It's a mess. It's a boring yeah. mess. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like me. <laughs> You're not boring. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a ton to say about it. Yeah, me neither. Like, it was, I, like I said, it was fine. I'm sorry to hear that you didn't enjoy it. It's it's all right. I, you know, I don't particularly love just, you know, talking shit about, you know, a movie. Yeah. Or anything, really. Like, you know, like... Uh... Like, I'm not a guy who, who wants to just go on and on about how bad something is. Right. You know, like, I just want to say that hey, it's bad. I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I'd always much rather talk about something that I really enjoy right. than something that I don't. And it's not even a level of bad where, like, I feel like I could rip it apart. Like, it's just sort of there. Bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just kind of dull. Yeah. And... and like, I almost feel like if you have felt the exact same way that I did, like, we could probably squeeze a little more out of that. But, you know, you, you felt it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And also, uh, you know, I'm not trying to convince you that you're wrong or anything. No, like of that. course not. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I think uh, I think differing opinions is 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 not a bad thing. No. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to convince you that it's a great movie. No, yeah. Cuz I can I can totally see what you're saying. <laughs> uh Yeah, like I said it was just you know, it it wasn't the seventh seal or the torture report. It was <laughs> it was just sort of a lighter uh you know, mostly lighter yeah. uh just diversion basically. I mean even even the violence does play more comedically and light than, you know, than in the torture report. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the the jokes in the torture report just don't land <laughs> the way they do in this movie. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like, you know, yeah, it just feels like a Tarantino wannabe movie, you know, that again came... 20 years too late yeah i can see that like even tarantino has moved away from you know that somewhat right yeah um yeah i mean honestly i feel like given uh you know that sam rockwell and ben schwarzer in it whom i both enjoy that you know that i did not enjoy it i feel is the most disappointing aspect about it yeah I yeah. can definitely see that. the The most disappointing aspect to me was that Sam Rockwell did not dance in this movie. Yeah, which is a requirement for all uh, Sam Rockwell movies. So, <laughs> so that was a bummer. Like he gets close in the in the last scene uh, before the guy blows up. Yeah, but yeah. but it wasn't quite a dance. Uh, ben Schwartz does a couple of spins here and there. He does. Yeah, and um, you know maybe maybe they agreed to switch. <laughs> they should not have. No, yeah. Uh, stick to your stick to your strengths, Sam. Exactly. Uh, although you know, I would say that you know, I don't think Ben Schwartz really has a thing other than you know voice acting for the most part. That's true. He doesn't sing at all in this movie. No, he does not. Thank God. <laughs> I am I am firmly on the side of Jason Manzukis when it comes to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, singing on Comedy Bang Bang. 
I, I love a solo bolo, but yeah, it, it's a lot sometimes. It really is. I, I don't think I was able to listen to the last solo bolo. <laughs> and and I, I also believe that the closing up the mailbag songs are excruciating. They really are. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and yet I regularly get them stuck in my head. It's terrible. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, uh, this will be a super short episode, I guess. Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, unless, so, unless there's anything you want to talk about. Um, um, I'm looking around the room. <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing. All right. <laughs> uh... So I guess I'll pick a movie. Yeah. So uh, I've often uh, said uh, every time I pick a movie that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not here to, to, you know, I don't want this to just be a horror podcast movie, you know, right. kind of thing. Uh, but I'm going to pick a horror movie. Okay. Uh, it is uh, currently available on Amazon Prime, and it's one that I wanted to go see in the theater, but uh, just uh, went away a little too quickly. It is called The Lighthouse. Oh, awesome. I want to see this. Yes, with uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, our future Batman. Right. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> uh, I think you mean our future The Batman. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'm excited to watch that. Excellent. Uh, I, I will say this beforehand. Uh, it is... Uh, uh, written and directed by a guy who wrote and directed a movie from a few years ago called The Witch. Oh, yeah. Uh, which uh, I saw in the theater and enjoyed greatly and was also one of the worst movie theater experiences I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, no. So I am mostly looking forward to be able to watch this movie in the privacy of my own home uh, with no one else around. <laughs> well, hey, if you're lucky, uh, once we get through this pandemic, movie theaters won't be able to reopen. So that'll be how you'll experience every movie. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Great. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that uh, the guy who directed The Witch did this too. So that's exciting. All right. Have you seen The Witch? I have. Yeah, okay. that's the, the Anna Taylor-Joy uh, I forget who else is in that, but yeah, right where they think she's a witch. Uh, I guess I basically I don't, I don't know who's in that movie. Okay, other than a goat named Black Philip. Right, so there is a goat named Black Philip in yep. that movie. The star of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I remember uh, the. I think the main character's name is Thomason. Yes, it's the the girl's name is Thomason, and the, and I just like. What is that name? I like that name a lot. So <laughs> it's uh, it's you know, an old timey American super religious name. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I, I don't know. Never heard it anywhere else. <laughs> Probably never hear it again. Eh, you can name your kid that. I will. <laughs> All right. I'll name the child that we're not going to have Thomason. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll talk to you next week. I will talk to you next week. Whoa, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> it is. It's a threat and a promise. <laughs> I fear you better. Life. You better be there. 
Jesus, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's, it's getting to me. I'm losing it. You know, it's it's weird because this whole pandemic quarantine thing has not affected me, like other than just general paranoia. Yeah. Because if I get this thing, I will die. <laughs> But, uh, like, otherwise, like, my routine is exactly the same as it's always been. And even I am, like, losing track of things. Right. Uh, I spent, like, all last Friday paranoid that, like, uh, did I just skip work? Oh, God. Yikes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, so, it, it's affecting me in ways I did not expect it to. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I've been working from home already for about three years now, and I, I did not ex- expect it to affect me either. But I'm still slowly losing my mind. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for the people who are actually <laughs> experiencing a big life change right now. Right, I can't imagine. And uh, like, I don't know about you, but like, whenever I would see commercials. Where they're just, like, calling, like, you know, people who work at McDonald's heroes and shit like that. It just makes me furious. I do hate that. Okay. I absolutely hate that. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I work at a hotel on weekends, and if anybody called me a hero for being there, I'd tell them to fuck off. Eric, you're a hero. (laughs) Fuck off. You're, you're, You're an everyday hero, I hope that. That Mattel makes an action figure of you, and Marvel Comics makes a, a special cover with you on it. Uh, <laughs> whereas and I would it, want that in any other time of my life. <laughs> I do not want it now. I hope it's a one in one thousand incentive variant cover. <laughs> Is that more or less than the Venom one that they did that Todd McFarlane uh, drew allegedly? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I hadn't heard about that one. Uh, I think it was from a few years ago. Okay. I think they just I, reused some old McFarlane art, and you know, printed like one in one thousand or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. That, that sounds like what Marvel does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a uh, man. I have not enjoyed a Marvel comic in quite a while. Oh, is it because all the the SJWs? Well, I mean, it's mostly that. <laughs> the sad Joker wannabes. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yep. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. <laughs> I'll see you next week. All right. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters.